Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Sing us a song. You're the Kalima man. Week 14 offensive points game previews. Josh, Billy, what is up? That hit me in the soul, man. That song good, man. so beautiful. A little box right with metal pieces It is a beautiful it. tune. A very, very beautiful tune. All right, we're in week 14. Got four buys. We hate the week 14 buys. We said before the season that these week 14 buys were going to suck, and here we are, and they suck. So you're either in the playoffs or you are fighting for a spot in the playoffs, and you're missing some of the best players on your roster. Jonathan Taylor. The Eagles. Why, why did it happen to you this week? The Eagles, yeah, too. Well, Eagles, too. I have Patriots a lot of them. A little bit. Defensive players, mostly. And the running backs, sometimes. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, let's yeah, just no, get I, to it. Josh, get to it. I'm missing my birds this week. So uh, this is tough for me. But let's talk about Thursday night. So Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Um, the Vikings are coming off kind of the most embarrassing game of the season, losing the first team to lose to the Lions. And the Pittsburgh are coming off a game where they should have won or at least made it to OT. Oh, wait. They did win. Didn't they? Because the Ravens fucked up. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. nobody bit on that one, so it's fine. Uh, but both teams need to win now at this point. Um, they're to continue their hunt for the playoffs. Um, the Vikings just seceded their official spot to the Red, the Washington team uh, for a second straight week. Basically, they had a chance to get both that spot back. Um, Deontay Johnson is the man, though, uh, and is going to continue to roll against this defense that just let up 300 yards passing to the Lions. So. Um, Fun fact, Johnson has double-digit targets in all but two games, and I think that trend will stay the same. Um, Thielen, for the time being, is out, and uh, he's a little hobbled, so he's out this Thursday. So I imagine with him out, Jefferson is just going to just go off and should damn near see 20 targets, Uh, although he will see a little uh, Minka Fitzmagic, so keep your eye out on that. So. For my start, I want to go a little less obvious than these two, though, because these two are you're gonna you should you should start you should start them. Uh, my start is KJ Osborne. Mm. Um, so it's, this was this was beforehand, but assuming Thielen doesn't play, he's not. Osborne should fill in Thielen's role pretty well. Uh, he did do it very valiantly last week in a partial role because I don't think it was planned. Uh, and Pittsburgh secondary has had some injury concerns as of late, so. 
I believe that Osborne already being an up and comer should take advantage of this opportunity pretty well. Um, I, I'm a fan. I think if you picked him up, you start him, especially if you need him. There's a lot of bye weeks, a lot of injuries going on right now. Could be a great flex play. Um, I sit here as Chase Claypool, and I told you I'd get to this because we were talking about this in the first part of the pod. Even against this porous defense, I'm not a fan of Claypool for the future. Last year, he was finding the end zone with regularity, and he very well may this week because this defense sucks, but he gets the targets usually. He just doesn't look the same as the guy who got multiple touchdowns in multiple games last year, i.e. three or four against the Eagles last year. Uh, One touchdown on the season. He doesn't have multiple touchdowns on the season. So I think this is a Johnson and Najee week, and if he were to do it, you'd think it would be here, but I'm not chancing my playoffs on it personally. So, And my stop, I I, kind of touched on this last week, but stop hating on Kirk Cousins, including myself. Uh, This man is a QB6 on the year in fantasy and has only three interceptions and two fumbles on the year. I don't even know if he lost those two fumbles. I didn't even care to look because that's pretty impressive. Sheer consistency is key for him. Uh, The fact that his defense is trash helps a lot too, but uh, he's always on the field. And in reality, he's looked great. Like, honestly, like I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan, but him being on the field all the time and actually not turning the ball over is phenomenal for Vikings. Not wrong. It's good. I would absolutely not trust my playoffs on Claypool. I would not either. <laughs> I won't I won't start him right now. He just doesn't look the same. I, I know it's probably Big Ben too, like you guys kind of touched on, but Johnson's having success. Why is Claypool not? He's getting eight targets a game almost. I would like, say if there was one week that maybe the wide receivers could get right, Minnesota's bad defense absolutely i'm just not betting on a guy who hasn't got but one touchdown i mean if you're the thing is is if you're trying to get in the playoffs or you are in the playoffs and win your first round like is now the time you want to risk it i don't know this is Um, a tough week too to be the start of the playoffs and stuff and then with not even just the buys like jonathan taylor being out the whole eagles offense which i have in every rb1 is not playing Right, a crucial and I'm in the football. I don't have him, fortunately, but unfortunately, I'm not playing against them, which would be cool. But, um, I mean, there's just a lot of injuries, too. I mean, COVID has been running rampant the entire year, but like, there's a lot of stuff riding on a lot of people being out right now. I've been forced to some fill ins. It's wild, it's wild. All right, I'm gonna go on to my first game Cleveland, Baltimore in Cleveland, the revenge game. For Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. I have the Browns winning this game, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Baltimore. Sure. I'll do that. I think Cleveland. I want Cleveland to win because I got their team in my playoff. No, but here, I'll give you some reasonings. I think Baltimore's luck has run out. That's actually, I'm going to start with my stop, which is Baltimore's luck running out. I think this is it. I think it's over for them getting these lucky bounces these lucky 66 yard record breaking kicks it's not gonna go your way anymore and i think baltimore might hit a little skid here they've got a very difficult uh rest of season schedule ahead of them and i don't think that they are going to be able to win all of the games so i'll go over it real quick so they play the browns this week i hold that as an l they play the packers the next week l Week after that, Bengals in Cincinnati, L. Rams, week after that on the road, L. Steelers to end the season. They might win that one, but that could be easily be one and four they're looking at there. 
So my star for this game, Jarvis Landry, he ate the last time they were out there. So I would say that without Marlon Humphrey this week or for the rest of the season for Baltimore, that Jarvis should be able to consistently do what he needs to do. So I would keep him in the lineup. Um, I'd go ahead and throw out all your Baltimore Ravens. My sit would be Freeman though. And it's not really that you can sit him because you probably don't have many options this week. But if you do, I would definitely think about downgrading Freeman. Uh, you, Cleveland is not an easy team to run against, and Freeman isn't exactly getting the yardage that you need to be a consistently good running back. He is getting the touchdowns, which is keeping him relevant, and he is getting some receiving work, which is also keeping him relevant. But I think this might be the week that he actually hits the hits the wall, and I would hate for somebody to lose on the final week of the season or the first round of the playoffs because they trusted Devontae Freeman. So two things. Lamar Jackson has just looked okay this year. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. his MVP season, his rookie season, both looked way better. Obviously, the MVP one was a lot better. But uh, And then number two, Devontae Freeman's been a surprise these last few weeks, uh, or multiple weeks, I should say. He looks good. And honestly, it kind of goes back to, like, maybe Atlanta was just falling apart at that time Mm because I actually really like Devontae Freeman right now. But I don't want to start him against Cleveland. I don't either because I think Miles Garrett and pretty much everybody, Clowney, everybody on that defense is going to be out for blood. They don't like. They did not like how they lost that last game. They should. Do you think Chubb does this week? I hope he does good. I have him starting. I hope he does good too. Baltimore's run defense has been pretty good um, this season. They bottled up him and Najee the last two weeks. They have, so that's why I'm not exactly excited for Chubb. But you probably don't have another choice. I need it. I need you it. Can't really. I need to tell me you he's getting a thousand yards. We can guarantee that Nick Chubb will get one thousand yards. Awesome. Our lawyers are not responsible if you lose any money on this uh, bet. <laughs> Past success is not indicative of future results. All right, guys, let's go to Lambo. Um, it's gonna be a chilly, chilly Sunday night game. We got a little bit of wind to worry about. Fifteen to twenty miles an hour. Nothing bad. It's Lambo. It's winter. It's not gonna be pretty. Um, but Justin Fields is going to lead the Bears into battle against the Packers. David Montgomery missed practice for quote unquote various reasons, whatever the hell that means. So that's something uh, we're going to keep gro- growing shoulder and ankle. I can't remember. It was something weird. Did he get hit by a bus or something? I don't know, man. It was weird. Anyway, I, I actually looked it up later. It's something we need to monitor here. So Cleo Herbert, if he's available, do pick him up. Uh, Allen Robinson did get a limited practice in, but he is my sit for this week. We haven't trusted him all season. We're definitely not trusting him if he comes back this week with Justin Fields on a cold game in Lambeau. Um, The big development here for me, it's pretty minimum for anyone else, but the usage of Jakeem Grant, his snap count has jumped to 50% after only 19 the week before. He truly looks like he has taken the Cohen role over, and it could be very interesting. So pick him up if you got room, if you're in a super deep league. I'm not saying if you're in a team league, pick him up. Don't do that. Um, Justin Fields loves the tight end, so it'll be interesting to see what Komet does and Graham's starting to get more involved, plus Jesse James is still there. So uh, the tight end should get some work, but I'm interested to see how Komet grows with Justin Fields the second half of the season. Um, the Bears are still down a lot of starters on defense, and Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears, as he said last time they met. So – it's going to be a big day for the Packers wide receivers and for Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's getting difficult to trust the Green Bay running backs. Right now we have a 60-40 split, 
And it has been that way the last three weeks, pretty much 60, 40 each time. So they are doing that on purpose. Um, but we're starting Aaron Jones. The Bears defense is nothing to be afraid of. Dylan, you can start in a pinch. Um, for the future, something to monitor. Jerry Alexander started his 21-day window to be reactivated, and Zadarius Smith is getting closer. So if the Packers defense is available on the waiver wire, not a bad time to pick them up um, on here. They're already like number six, so they shouldn't be, but they're going to get even better. Um, so my start for this week, um, Monty or Herbert, whichever one starts, that's going to be the Bears offense this week um, on that one. We're sitting Allen Robinson, and we got to stop this 60-40 split between Jones and Dylan. Great for real football, really shitty for fantasy football. Oh, the Packers are going to win. So. <laughs> I was actually going to interrupt you and be like, you said, oh, this game in Lambeau. And I was gonna be like, how's that going to go for you, Joe? And I was like, nah, I should let him just, I should let him do it. No, you should have. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Uh, so the Dylan Aaron Jones split. So I feel like obviously Jones is going to be out the door soon too, but that whole team is pretty much rebuild mode, which is really sad for Packers fans. Happy for us. What was the contract us. he just signed? Wasn't it like four years? Was it? I feel like he'll, they'll figure out a way to get rid of him. I I've never been a fan of Aaron Jones. I think he's good. Like I, I can't doubt his talent, but Dylan as a big boy looks phenomenal. Like in the starting load, like workload, like obviously he's not getting the rush yards, but he played against the Rams and stuff like that last week. So I don't know. I just, the receiving game for a big boy like that. I just love it. Yeah. Uh, I just anyway. think as it continues to get colder, Dylan's going to be even more involved. So it's true. It'll be interesting I don't like to watch. it. Let's get into Jacksonville versus Tennessee. This AFC <laughs> matchup, AFC South matchup, should just be what what Joe said. Terrible. Um, the Jaguars are involved with this game, so therefore it's going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> I never really like to underestimate division games, but uh, the Jags all got all but skunked by the Rams last week, and Lawrence played safe the majority of the game. I really don't understand why he doesn't just fire the ball, considering that's what he used to do in college. But, hey, I guess you didn't throw an interception, so that's good, right? I, I don't know. Uh, the Titans are coming off their bye, and I think they're ready for this matchup after losing two straight. So I think you're going to have a fun time. Uh, my start here, and this one's – Slightly controversial, probably. I don't know. Uh, one of the Titans running backs. Or both. Uh, Foreman had... Both? Not at the same time. I just meant like oh, okay. either, either one. Like, Sorry. Whoa. No, no, no. no. I mean, <laughs> I guess you could. Hypothetically, my, my advice here is you could start either one, so why not? Um, I don't... I, I'm not... This is championship time and playoffs and whatnot. And honestly, I, I have to say that the first round of the playoffs is more terrifying than the championship. Cause at least the championship, you know, you're getting whatever second place money is, you know, uh, that, that elimination, especially in a six team playoff format sucks. Uh, so, so Foreman had more carries 19 to Hilliard's 12 two weeks ago, but Hilliard broke off that 68 yard run and technically is the more pass catching prowess, even though he didn't catch any passes. Well, like I think he caught one two weeks ago. So my money is on Hilliard here to have the better game. Personally, just because of that pass catching prowess, but it could very well be Foreman. Uh, they basically dropped um, AP because of Foreman. So I don't know what to think of this backfield, and I don't know what to think. I imagine it'll be a pretty even split, 
But like I said earlier in part one, uh, McNichols is coming back or probably coming back. But Sonny Michelle just ran all over them. And with Julio coming back on, into the fold, I think it's going to be hard to stack the box. I'm fine with the, this plug and play here on either. I, I just I think either should receive double-digit touches and Hilliard's explosiveness should get him something big at least. Uh, my sit here is Julio. Julio has had one game over 10 points so far this year. Uh, and coming off an injury, and that's in PPR too, by the way. I'm not, that's not even like half point. Uh, coming off this injury, I just they should win this game. So the game, game script just might not be there for him in the first place. And I'm just not really sold on Julio right now for fantasy and coming back from the injury. So I would want to prove it week before putting him in a playoff matchup or a play into the playoffs. If you're in a spot where you've already clinched and like, you're like, yeah, whatever, let's put him in. Just maybe deals with some seeding. I'm down for it, but I'm, I'm not playing him if I have him. And my stop is stop guaranteeing Titans games. There's a nine-point spread on this game for a team that lost to the Texans and uh, let me let me double check the the Jaguars. So don't rule out a Jaguars win, although not likely. It could absolutely happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to rule Jaguars out from anything because they're you know anything is possible for the Jaguars. They love to grind to victories, so it's always good to see. Them in the action. Titans look like dog shit. They do. That's not wrong. The Titans really anyone. don't look that great. No, it's a sad. And they're the still only, like the, they're still like the three seed in the AFC, which is hilarious. The only good thing about Julio is coming back is AJ Brown's not out there. But I just don't want to start. He hasn't done it yet. And I mean, coming back from an injury, I don't imagine he's going to just come in and go out for forty. You know, he yeah. could. But I Tannehill just, doesn't look right though, because even when. AJ Brown was out there. He couldn't get him the ball. It was it's hard to watch. Yeah, I agree. Okay, on to the next one. This will be a fun game. This is a blast of a matchup. If you thought Tennessee versus the Jets was a good, or the Tennessee versus the Jags was a good matchup, the wait for New Orleans versus the Jets. <laughs> it, it is going to be. Oh. It's exactly. It's pretty Speaking much the of, same matchup. My apologies. I meant Jets, not Jaguars. They lost to the Jets, which is somehow worse. Yes, they did lose to the Jets. But this is pretty much the same matchup as we just talked about. New Orleans is on its way down, and the Jets are dog shit. So it's kind of the same matchup if you think about it. Um, So New Orleans for this game, my start is Kamara? Question mark? Practice in full. Should be back. That's your juicy matchup. No injury designation as of right now. Exactly, which is good. So fire Mark up your Ingram down with COVID. COVID list. Yeah, exactly. One one goes up, one goes down. It's just the way it works in New Orleans. Um, so I'm a little off the beaten trail of just start your you know first round draft pick. Nick Vanette. If you need a tight end, uh, tight end in a pinch. Nick Vanette's been getting a couple of targets here and there from um, Taysom Hill. He's also getting some good goal line work. Think you could easily get some points out of him if you really need some. I don't know who you might have on your roster, but if you need a pinch, Nick Vanette would be your guy. And my other one is one of the most productive receivers on this team, and that's little Jordan Humphrey. I think Jordan. I think this could be the week for him. Deontay Harris, who is the number one wide receiver on the team, is going to be suspended for three games. So little Jordan Humphrey, in my opinion, should slot right into that role. We kind of thought it was Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith's been getting targets, but he hasn't been making anything happen with him. You know who has been making something happen? Little Jordan Humphrey. So 
in my opinion, if you are desperate at wide receiver, if you've got a deep team, throw Humphrey in there. I think this week he should get enough work to make it worth your while to throw him in there. And as we've said, the Jets are horrible. So play your Saints. Even if you don't know the names very well, that doesn't matter. You need the points. It doesn't matter about the names. My sit for this game is Zach Wilson. So the only thing good about New Orleans is their defense. And Zach Wilson, when faced against a good defense that's not missing Darius Slay, is going to not have a great game. I think this is a perfect game to get back in sync for the Saints defense. And I think Zach Wilson is just – this is going to be a bad week for him. Um, my stop is stop using Zach Wilson. This is for you, Jets. You need to develop the rest of these players on this team, and you're not going to get any good development with Zach Wilson starting for the team. So you need to get Zach Wilson out, put him on the bench, have him learn, have him come in and clean up duty at the end of games when you're getting blown out. Put one of these quarterbacks that can throw the ball downfield. Elijah Moore, like a rose through the concrete, is making things happen no matter who's out there. And that should be very happy for the Jets to learn of that. But Zach Wilson is not looking like the guy this year. So let's not get him further hurt, you know? Hey, don't meet me Great. here. Don't meet me here, but uh, that's the Eagles' fault. We we made Zach Wilson look good. And I'm very Yeah, it's ridiculous. That. I almost, almost, Josh, almost, and I texted you this, almost we're going to have a second week in a row of muting Eagles talk because – they were making Zach. Oh, is Wilson. that why you said that? Oh, okay. Yes, because I they're just making Zach that. Wilson look like a fucking amazing quarterback. All right, but I'm out. like, what is this? Beyond dog? those two drives, he did dog shit. So well, that's what I'm, after that, that I texted you after the second drive of like, I'm not putting up with the Eagles allowing this to happen a second week. I didn't around. even think about it. I, I thought you were just. I, I thought you were just mad about the Eagles doing good. No, I was mad because they were making Zach Wilson look like a competent oh, national cornerback. Completely agree. Oh, 100%. I was like, well, how are we only us? Like, our defense could stop, like, actual good offenses, and then we couldn't stop Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. All right. So, KC, Las Vegas, and Arrowhead. It's going to be a nice uh, Kansas City evening or midday, whatever it is. A little bit of wind concern, 12 to 20 miles an hour, so not really that bad. Um, honestly, it is really difficult to project this game at all. Um Kansas City's defense has really turned things around from where they started. Las Vegas is now difficult to pass against, even though they weren't before. And both offenses are very up and down and struggling. Um, Waller may or may not play this week. Reports are he could, but there's nothing definitive there. Uh, With Drake out, Richard on the COVID list, Jacobs is due for a monster day. He had 25 targets over the last four games and nine last week with Drake hurt. So I think uh, Josh Jacobs is a great play this week. Uh, Renfro is the start for me um, in this game. I think against the Chiefs, they're going to need him to step up. And on the Chiefs' side, this is it. This is the big Tyree kill game that we have all been waiting for. It hasn't happened, but it's happening this week. Um, Daryl Williams and Clyde Frog are literally in an even timeshare. It's been 52 to 48 last week, so I'm sitting CEH until I see anything different there. And uh, stop. Uh, stop not putting up a shitload of points, Kansas City. Where is this? <laughs> what is this team? I don't like it. Pat Mahomes does not look good this back half of the season. It's concerning. But hopefully Those commercials get... are hard to do, it's man. Not necess- it's not necessarily Mahomes' fault. It's the wide receivers on the team's fault. But still. I feel like they just didn't change their team. And they saw this happen last year. They didn't. I mean, yeah, they rebuilt the offensive line, which is good and all. But like. What else did they add? Josh Gordon, week seven or whenever he came back. Like, 
I mean, it's the same team. The same guys who were dropping balls in the in the Super Bowl were. I don't know. Anyway, speaking of Super Bowls, Detroit's coming off their Super Bowl win last week, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater can't remember how to play football. So Detroit versus Denver should be a good game. Um, hopefully, Dan Campbell can keep that same in- intensity that he had last week, but uh, and we can kind of see another week, but we'll, we'll see here shortly. Um, Denver is pretty tough against the pass and golf is well, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bring it back. I'm making that t-shirt by the way. Cause I love saying fuck off, fuck off. Anyway. Uh, my start is the man, the myth, the legend finally gets a full workload with Gordon out Javante Williams. Uh, the man did do well with 178 yards on 29 touches and a, and a touchdown. I, I don't know if that shows you, Hey, maybe we should give him a full workload more often, but if Gordon is out again, I'm not sure what's going on right now, but uh, I think everybody's hoping for it at this point. Look for, for Javante to just have himself a day. Even if Gordon is in, I think Javante is still in for a big day, but there should be plenty of touches to go around all around. And uh, I'm looking for him to continue his hot streak. And if there's any team that Teddy Bridgewater can throw against, it's Detroit. So you can also play your wide receivers. Uh, my sit though and there's so many to choose from because there's like the Lions, like you go to Jamal Williams and talk about Jamar Jefferson if Swift doesn't play, which it's looking like he won't. Although Campbell said he's getting better, which is short and not words. Uh, anyway, my, my sits here is Cortland Sutton, uh, and this isn't entirely his fault. Bridgewater doesn't look good or makes too many mistakes. Pick one. Um, I almost want to see Locke starting, but... I don't. Uh, So back to Sutton. Judy's return from IR. Since his return, Sutton is averaging under two catches and four targets per game for 22 yards and zero touchdowns. That is five games in a row with that stat line. It's Detroit, so he might find it. But right now it looks like Sutton's the third receiver behind Tim Patrick and Judy. It makes no sense, but it is what it is. Those are stats. Stats don't lie. Uh, my stop is Joe. You're not going to want to hear this. My stop is DeAndre Swift. As a Swift owner, I don't like this either, and I Manager. could really use him this week. Manager, uh, <laughs> just don't bring him back. You're not playing for anything. I, I get it's just a shoulder injury. It's not an ACL or a knee or anything big, but you don't want this to be any worse. Anything worse? Uh, there's a few games left, and really, you even won without him. Maybe that. Maybe that's the play. But don't risk with Swifty's future. Uh, I like the Lions and they have good pieces, but they're cute. They, I personally think they're QB and wide receiver away from being an okay team. But don't don't risk Swifty. No, definitely risk Swifty. I, I get it. I, I I could really use them this week, but like I I don't, I don't risk it. <laughs> risk it. Okay, move on to the divisional battle down down in the NFC South. Atlanta versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'm going to be interested to see what Carolina does this week. New OC or interim OC, one of the two. I'm not sure what that's going to lead to, but my star for this game is our old friend, Russell Gage. Guess who's back, boys? It's Russell Gage. We were right all along. <laughs> we knew you this just, would happen. If you would have held on to what we thought all along, you would have been just fine. You went off for 130 yards last week against Tampa Bay. And as we've been telling you for the whole season now, Russell Gage 
needed his time to shine. It just took, you know, way longer than we anticipated. So start Russell Gage. I think he'll be fine. He might be a fun DFS play too, but I'm not sure that his price, his price might be a little higher than it's supposed to be. However, my sit Carolina wide receivers, not includes DJ Moore, And I have one specific reason for that. Cam Newton can't throw the ball and an extra little cherry on top. They fire the offensive coordinator for not running enough. Guess what that means? They're probably not going to be passing more now if they fire the offensive coordinator for not running the ball enough. So I do not think this is going to be a good year or good week for your wide receivers from Carolina. I'm just saying. Um, My stop for this, stop blaming everyone else for your problems, Matt Rule. Just stop. It's not the offensive coordinator. It's the fact that you've put together a terrible offense and you had to welcome back Cam Newton onto the team to try to salvage the season when you could have just, you know, got a better quarterback than Sam Darnold in the offseason. You know, not that everyone around you, including us, was screaming for you to get a better quarterback. You just blew past every roadblock on your way off the cliff. Stop blaming everybody else, Matt Rule. This is your fault, my friend. Hey, they might get to 30 rushing yards, though, or 30 runs, because Cam Newton will run, like, 12 of them. Well, that's what it is. He's going to have him run more. They're going to have Chuba run more. I mean, it's just going to be – they're pro- hell, they're probably going to have – I mean, maybe that's where you get your points well, from DJ Moore. Maybe they have DJ Moore run for the balls. Honestly, and don't mute me, uh, the Eagles kind of exploited the system here because – How, how sh- did this get to the Eagles? We showed that running the ball can win games, and we're in a pass – we're a pass-heavy offense now with these Tom Brady's and Russell Wilson. So Wilson's you're saying that the Eagles taught the rest of the league to run the no, ball? No, no, no. I mean, okay. this year, I mean, nobody else is really doing that. Not I mean, the best rusher in the league. He didn't tell everybody that that's how you win the football games. You know, Derrick Henry, you oh. know. That's no, the entire there's, team there's a couple teams. Running. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the, the Colts are doing it too, but there's not a lot of teams I just, right It's now. just fascinating that you're saying the Eagles are the one that taught the, taught the Bill no, Belichick even went the as last... far as to taking the Eagles idea and only throwing the ball three times. Honestly, Bill Belichick should have credited the Eagles for what he did against yeah. Buffalo on Monday. It was really the Eagles game plan. Best coach all time award. And just we have right. ran exactly. them. Okay, okay, you guys are making fun of me, and that's great. But the Eagles <laughs> have ran the ball the most over this. I know season. they are the blueprint. That's the thing, and that's why we they technically are. are. And that's we why they're are. in the playoffs right now. You know, like that's we why their be. offense is. We will be so good, so much better than everybody else's. Start, wow. call, start calling them the Philly blueprints. Mm-hmm. Number one rushing in the league right now that's good and it's obviously led to a lot of wins for your team so I'm glad yeah, to see six that. at least it's yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Crazy. okay joe on to you enough with the eagles <laughs> if that's what, oh no it was atlanta carolina uh-huh. how did the eagles get in there that's weird uh-huh. <clears throat> speaking of the eagles uh their best friends dallas and washington are gonna play at nice. field blueprint um, games so as an eagles fan <laughs> i don't know who i want to win this game <laughs> Now it's going to win it. Spoiler alert. Um, JD McKissick is still in concussion protocol. Um, Heineke is going to have to throw because Dallas is going to put up points in this one. Gibson is a stud of all studs this week. Start Gibson. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones is healing. Um, If he goes, he should be a solid start. Tight ends are getting a 35% target share in this offense. So I like Ricky Seals Jones on the Dallas side. um, Really, I don't trust Zeke, and really I don't trust Pollard in this one at all. Um, I think Pollard's kind of got the hot hand at the moment. I would I would sit Zeke if at all possible because I just really don't trust him. You probably don't have better options this week, but he he's my sit. 
Um, this is a get right game for Dak, and Lamb is going to the stratosphere this week. So I like Lamb and Cooper a lot, and I like Dak. Uh, that's about it. Stop. Uh, I don't know. Stop this game preview because I'm done. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is done with these two teams. Well, since the Eagles aren't playing this week, let me talk about how this matchup. The, fo- the, the football team, man, they they look a little frisky. They are frisky. They're not. Did you? They're not me? Dallas frisky. Can you guys not hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Pretending to not hear about the Eagles. (laughs) I'm just doing it for fun. But to be fair, I actually want Cowboys to win this one because we have a better chance of the wild card. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Seattle versus Houston should be another trash game. Um, After just getting just completely routed by Indy, the Texans don't have a bunch going on for them, like literally anything at all. Uh, the Texans don't seem to get a break even here because it seems Seahawks kind of remembered how to play football again. Um, Russell Wilson re-unlocked Tyler Lockett, uh, and T- DK is not having much success, but the Seahawks aren't out of the playoffs just yet, although they should be, and have a relatively easy uh, schedule the rest of the way, except for uh, Rams and Cardinals. Um, so expect them to roll here, obviously. Um, I think your start is DK here, though. I think you draft him in the second round. You, you're going to play him. I mean, I, I know he hasn't gotten you those 30-point games. He got you last year, but and it hasn't been great. But he should get the ball a few times against a bad Texans secondary. And he does actually have eight targets in three of the last four games, except for that one that Billy talked about where he just didn't get targeted. That Washington game is just kind of weird. I'm expecting 15 to 20 points easy for DK here. I don't, I don't know if he'll get ridiculous. 40 pointer or anything. I can't, I, I'm not calling that. Our lawyers do not let us do that anymore. Um, I sit here as Seattle running backs. I get it. You think you hit pay dirt. Just stay away from this. You didn't pick up the right one. Last, last week it was Travis Homer. The week before it was DJ Dallas. AP is there too. And Collins might be back. He scored a touchdown last week. Ah, not about any of these people. Unbelievable. Like, nah, I, I get it. Seahawks defense sucks. Like they might be good, but just avoid it even when the matchup's nice. Collins is the only person I would even consider starting, but him not being full healthy and AP there, I'm good. Good luck for it. Good luck. Go for it. Let me know how it goes, all right? Right. Um, And then my stop is every Texan is sitting, including Brandon Cooks. Uh, (laughs) I I mean, the running backs haven't been a thing all year. Davis Mills is back. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Cooks has been the only valuable piece here and for fantasy, and that's it. And it's not even a done deal with 50, less than 50 yards in the last three games. Um, I'm putting him up for the rest of the year. Like he's sitting on the bench um, unless something completely changes. Mills or Tyrod might start. It doesn't really matter to me, but it's been a mixed bag all year with either quarterback. I just, I'm not starting either one. I get it that he's the only receiver, but just, just don't do it. Save yourself some pain. Don't put him in. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Two left for me. Got Chargers versus the Giants. Um, Chargers. I, I, you know, there's some weeks where this team looks like one of the most fun teams in the league. Um, and then there's some weeks where they could look like, how are they even competing? Um, their O-line has been good, not great. Uh, I would say, honestly, if there was a uh, rookie of the year that didn't go to one of the skill position players, uh, their kid, Rashawn Slater, should probably be up there for it. He's been really good this year for Justin Herbert. 
Um, it's the other side of the line that's the problem, and maybe they'll take care of that in the offseason. But enough O-lineman talk. Thank my you. start my start for this game. <laughs> God damn it. Stop it. Is uh Barkley, I guess, question mark. Chargers have the worst uh, run do. defense. And so theoretically, that should make Barkley have a very good and plus matchup here against them. However, Freddie Kitchens is running is running the plays. I don't trust Freddie Freddy Kitchens as far as I could throw him. Hey, he beat the you Eagles. You couldn't throw him very far. He did beat <laughs> the Eagles, and that, again, Josh, that's why you got muted for a week with the Eagles. So my sit for this week, uh, Chargers tight ends. They don't seem to know who the, the one to play is, so I don't think we should be trusting it either. Uh, and my stop for this is just stop Freddie Kitchens. I realize it's enticing to have someone on your staff that calls plays off the back of a Denny's menu. But Freddie Kitchens is not that guy. So get Freddie Kitchens out of the fucking league. I don't That's understand it. how this man keeps finding his way into calling terrible offensive play callings. Like last week, literally, kicked three field goals. You all were so excited about getting rid of Jason Garrett. You went from bad to worse, Giants fans. Bad to worse. And as much as we blame uh, Barkley, as we did in the first one, where he can't get open and all this other stuff, the schemes that Freddie Kitchen calls – also stunted Nick Chubb for a bit of the season, like when he was coaching in uh, Cleveland. It's just Freddie Kitchens is just a disaster wherever he goes. He belongs wherever he was before this. He was like the tight ends coach or something. That's perfect. That's perfect for Freddie Kitchens because you can have those meetings in the back of a Denny's. You cannot have the offensive play calling take place in that same booth in Denny's. So get Freddie Kitchens out of here. I'm sick of Freddie Kitchens. Shout out to Denny's. It was that a Denny's plug? I was going to ask you. There was a lot of Denny's in there. Well, I was so sick of this man. Every time he held up the play call, you could almost see a grease stain on it because whenever he's calling plays, he just it. You could tell he was just scribbling it with a crayon. I don't know. Why. Think it's the grand slam. I'm so I I, I hate two of them. Kitchens. Okay, so you kept saying Freddie Kitchens, and it reminded me of Bob Wiley's tummy jiggle, and that's all I could think of right now. I hate Freddie Kitchens. I will Bob, never like Freddie Kitchens. Bob Wiley, I mean, my favorite fucking Browns coach of all. On time. his way out, he had the audacity to say it was the players on the team was the reason they didn't succeed in Cleveland. Well, did they make the playoffs and almost beat the Chiefs last year? Same players? Boom. Did they beat the Chiefs, though? They were one play away. They didn't have the heart, Billy. They also beat the hell out of Pittsburgh. That's not saying. You know who was one play away from beating the Eagles? The Patriots. Anyway, uh, San Francisco and the Bengals are playing in Cincy. Um, So Elijah Mitchell's hurt. He's got a knee and a concussion. Pacey would be a good bet to leave this backfield, but it's Shanahan. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It could be some guy we've never even heard of. It could be Debo. They they had like three people in this week for tryouts too, I saw. Yeah. You yeah. know what? They also have, a, Lynch, they have a player on their team who's really good at running. He can also throw the ball, and they also draft him in the first round of the NFL draft last year. You think they should put Trey Lance in at running back? I think that it would be helpful if there was somebody out there that could run, and having yeah. the player out there that could run would be very not nice for them. That's true. And you're paying him money. Yeah, to sit and learn from Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, never <laughs> good man. You good? Just, yeah, we don't need to get into San Francisco. So Kyle Debo, Shanahan, screw you. 
Debo's probably, I assume he's not going to play this week. He's still iffy. Um, I think they'd be smart to hold him out one more week at least. Uh, if that is the case, there is going to be a monster line on the table for Kittle yet again. So, as Davis would say, Kittle gets all of Debo's targets. Um, anyway, um, Brandon Ayuk, he's, he's an upside wide receiver three for me and nothing else um, really matters on this team after that. Uh, Chase and Higgins are splitting targets pretty right down the middle here. Higgins got a little banged up last week, so I think Chase has a big game in this one. Mixon has a neck injury, so we need to monitor that. I guess P. Ryan would be a spot start if he misses any time. Um, but it looks like Mixon's going to play. So um, start hasty. It's it's risky, but I like it. This is more of a DFS start than I wouldn't feel safe in a playoff on the line scenario there. Uh, we're going to sit Tyler Boyd. He's just not seeing enough. And stop not protecting Joe Burrow. I'm tired of seeing this guy get hurt. So I have to say, I actually really like Casey this week if all the running backs are out. And especially if, especially if Debo's out too. Like I, I said, it's a daily play for me. I would be okay. Season with, long, it scares me. I I was actually am still debating on it in two leagues. I got Hasty sitting on my bench. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. I'm not putting my fantasy on the line for fucking Jermichael Hasty. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the best game of the week, Mister Monday Night Football. Football. <laughs> Football. Uh, anyway, I will be on an airplane, uh, and I will not see this. So hopefully all my games are decided by now. But it is the Los Angeles Rams versus Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and this game is just going to be absolutely wild. Henderson should be back to full-ish. Murray and Hopkins are both back-ish. Uh, the best part about this game is it will decide so many playoff fates for fantasy and their teams alike. Uh, so you got Stafford, Kyler, Cup, Hopkins, Connor, Henderson, just to name a few of the notable notable players on these rosters. This game promises to to deliver, and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be phenomenal. And I'm really sad that I don't get to see it. I might cry. Anyway, my start here is Mr. Van Jefferson. It's time to pack pack up your little Volkswagen van and go down by the river. So. Um, <laughs> When Woods gets back next year, I personally think he's going to be fighting for targets with this guy. Cup is obviously the number one here, but Jefferson has been gaming, gaining chem- chemistry with Stafford here in two straight games with touchdowns and consistent seven-plus targets the last seven games. I mean, Woods was already struggling from the get-go with Stafford. I mean, he wasn't doing bad, but he just wasn't doing great. Jefferson should also see some small dose of Byron Murphy here and there. Uh, but I think that might be shadowed onto Odell a little bit as well, and maybe a little bit of Cup. I don't know if Byron goes in the slot, but uh, this game should come down to the wire, and I'm, I'm just firing up Volkswagen stocks here, and that's Van Jefferson. Um, my sit here is James Conner, and this is more of a adjust expectations here. So Arizona had a lot of success running the ball against the Rams in week four, but that was with Chase Edmonds. And guess who might be back this week? Chase Edmonds. And if he's not, by all means, start Connor. I get it. I mean, you're going to start Connor either way. I know you're not going to listen to me. I don't care about that. But (laughs) going back to being a touchdown dependent running back with Connor right when Chase Edmonds comes, comes back. And like I said beforehand, he is basically a, you know, Sony Michelle type running back. He needs a touchdown to be relevant. And he was getting them, which is great. His patch catching will literally go back to zero. 
and his running has just been abysmal of late, averaging 3.5 yards per carry the last three games. He's not a good running back. He's just got the content. He's getting all the work because Kyler's not healthy, because there's no other running back on the team. So anyway, Connor's a phony. Uh, my stop here is Tyler Higby, also a phony. I feel like I'm in the fucking twilight zone talking about this again, but stop. He's not good. Move past it. You should have kept Everett. You, you messed up. Just let it, let it be, but stop wasting valuable targets on him. This man should be getting three targets a game, not five. Give it to Odell. Give it to Van. I, I, the fact that I'm saying Odell first is wild. You already know Cup gets enough. Give it to Henderson. You throw, throw a ball to Sony. I don't even know if he can catch a ball because Belichick never gave him one, but Throw it to someone else. Hey, he's not it. So I just I need to come out and say this. I cannot believe Sean McVay just gifted Odell that little three-yard touchdown just to quell his ego. This is going to end up a disaster for that team. I'm sorry. It's just going to end up that way. There was video from um, in the game. And it showed Sean McVay saying into his mic, like, hey, just tell Odell, like, his is coming. If he has a one-on-one, we're going to throw it to him at the goal line and get him his touchdown. That seems like a great way to run a football team, Sean McVay. Seems like you've got a lot of plates spinning in the middle of the game, if that's what you're doing. He's a and bit of a girl. Like, You know who's not going to let that happen? The Cardinals. You're not a good yeah. team. You're not going to be doing that against good teams. No, I actually feel really bad for the Rams here because, I mean, Coop's, Cooper Cup's going to eat, and I think Jefferson will too, but I think Odell is going to just get shut down. I th- I honestly envision Byron Murphy. I don't know exactly where he plays, but I envision Byron Murphy's going to be on Odell, just shadowing him the whole time, making sure he doesn't do anything. Probably. Okay, on to the last game, which I think this is a pretty – on to my last game. This is actually a pretty fun game in my opinion. So Tampa Bay versus Buffalo. Uh, my start is everybody. Everybody in the game, go ahead. It's fine. Tyler Johnson, sure. Throw him in. If he's if he's a starter on this team, then he deserves a shot on the uh, shot on your lineup. Uh, my only my sit, quote unquote, is maybe downgrade playoff Lenny a little bit. Um, I still think Leonard Fournette's a fine running back, and he will get his points. Uh, and he is a pass catching back too for some parts. So that's going to be able to get a little bit around the Buffalo defense, but running against the Buffalo defense is incredibly difficult to do. And it's a tall task to ask anyone to try to run against them. Um, and my stop is can Buffalo stop switching the running backs? So you're telling me Brita fumbles the ball one time and he doesn't see a touch for like a whole quarter of the football game. What's up with that? Like, I don't understand. And Singletary, who also fumbles, didn't, you know, he ended up there, out there the next drive. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand if, I don't think they know what's going on with the running back situation there. But I think you start with Brita and you just let him work. And even if he fumbles, just leave him in there. You don't have to put Singletary in unless, you know, it's a situational thing. And then if you don't care about Zach Moss, trade him to another team. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I won't lie. I really don't understand what's going on with the running back situation. They needed it against Bill Belichick, and they didn't have one. That's true. Yeah, I think you can run on the Bills, though, especially that guy like Fournette with that line. Is well, there's been a lot of success? I mean, if if the Patriots Derrick Henry had a monster game against them, 
Derek Jonathan Henry's Taylor unreal. Had a I was about to say, Jonathan we're going to talk about Okay, the two best running backs in the Damian league. Damian Harris had one good one run. Had one run. Touchdown against had one run. Belichick didn't even throw the ball storm. against them, and they couldn't stop it. Then you had Poyer and Hyde all pissed off at the media. That was pretty hilarious, by yeah. the way. Okay, so the running game got them one touchdown on a busted up the middle coverage. That 230 was two hundred and thirty yards. It was all. But you're talking about like sixty runs, dude. I don't care. You you can no, run on that. Tom team. Brady just threw the ball fifty one times. Like I don't think Fournette's going to get enough work. To make I, him, I have to agree like, with Billy here. I think it's not a sit. Don't it's just wrong. a downgrade. Like it's oh, just man, like no. don't expect You're him wrong. to go off. All right, what's your what's your Fournette projection, and we'll do a fireball bet. A Fournette projection? Yeah, like top ten, top six. Oh, you want tops? Oh, uh, I was thinking yardage. Well, okay, but... you could go yardage. What a projection for him? Um, seventy-two yards rushing. Yeah, total rushing. Okay. Uh, 35 receiving and two touchdowns. So 105 yards and two touchdowns. I'll take that fireball bet all day. Are we going specific yardage? Well, what's your bet? We'll see who's closer. What could be the over, right? Like over under. Like I thought it was Joe. an over under, and I'm taking that. Well, Joe said it would be over. Like it would be 72 and. 35. No, we're gonna do my projection over, over, and then your projection and see who's closer. What's your projection? Um, you got 105 I'm yards. Scared. I'll go. We're gonna do a complicated one. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go 80 yards total, one touchdown. Okay. okay. We got Bill. Okay, so it's so it's 105, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. 80 yards, one touchdown. 80 yards, one touchdown. 81 yards. I'm sorry, Bob. Unbelievable. Well, see, my projection would probably be around the eighty yards. Well, just take mine. That's fine. We could just so, fuck. We could just. Well, fuck what do you Jones. got? You got zero touchdowns. <clears throat> I think he could score. He could score Anyone a touchdown. Score a touchdown. I, every time I bet that somebody's not going to score a touchdown, they fall into the end zone from two yards out, and it's like no. Okay. Me and Billy got the eighty yards, one touchdown. You got the one twenty or one hundred, two touchdowns. If it's somewhere in the middle, we'll call it a draw, and we'll all take five. Well, whoever's closer. Well, what happens if he gets 90 yards in one touchdown? That's a good question. We'll we'll figure that out on the fly. Well, okay. I'm not I'm not worried about this bet though. I'm not worried about it. I am not either. <clears throat> anyway, I think, that's I think it. I'm just gonna pass. That's it. That's it. That's football. That is football for week 14. All right, yeah. I wanna I wanna apologize while he's playing this phenomenal music. No, keep playing. Uh, I will not be here next week. I'm not sure what they'll do. Um, not talk Eagles. That's for damn sure. I know. That's why I got it out while I can. They're Thank not God, playing, they're on a so bye. We don't even have to talk. We don't have to mention the name. I'll have to mention them after I get back. But I just want to let you guys know that I'm here in spirit next week. I hope that you guys can remember me. 